Welcome to Matalia is Confused. Happy New Year. It is now the year 2020. So it's not 2019 anymore. It's 2020. Hope you guys are feeling all right. I don't drink anymore, but I used to. So I know what it's like to wake up with a fucking hangover today. But hopefully everybody's doing okay. Um, What's up with resolutions this year? People got resolutions. I don't know how I feel about resolutions. I want to say that at the end of the episode, I I released a tweet into the world asking people what they wanted me to talk about uh, as sort of an end of year, end of decade themed episode and I got way more responses than I thought I would. So at some point I'm just going to open Twitter and go through those at random and talk about some of the things you guys asked me to. I want to say though, before I get into anything, you guys fucking rule. And this year has been a lot of fun doing this podcast. It's been new for me. I, 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 didn't really know what I'm doing. I don't know if I ever started to know what I'm doing or if I ever will know what I'm doing, but I like doing it. And it's been so far so good in terms of listenership and all that. And I really, really appreciate it. And I hope 2020 continues as such. Thank you all. I love you all, except maybe a few of you, not naming names, but I'm sure there are a few of you who listen who are genuine pieces of shit. Which, what are you going to do? Some people are pieces of shit. If there weren't pieces of shit, we would never know who the good people were. So thanks, pieces of shit. Continue to be pieces of shit in 2020. If your resolution was to stop being a piece of shit, first of all, it's not realistic. If, you've been, if you're a piece of shit and your New Year's New Year resolution is to stop being a piece of shit. The likelihood of that is so, so, so low. I mean, people can't even like keep their resolution of, I want to work out three times a week or I want to like stop eating red meat or something. They can't even keep that. You're never going to stop being a piece of shit. So don't even bother. Also, it's good for us. We need to like lay the fucking parameters of a piece of shitness so everyone can act accordingly. So if you're a piece of shit, keep on being a piece of shit. All I will ask you is to not keep it under wraps. Some pieces of shit are good at not being uh, obviously pieces of shit, which obviously serves their piece of shitness. But if, if you're listening and you're a piece of shit and you're good at hiding your piece of shitness, all I will ask, all we ask of you as a society is to not hide your piece of shitness to wear it on your sleeve. So all of us know you're a piece of shit. I don't know how I feel about resolutions though. Honestly, I, I, I've made them. I've kept none of them. And it's my, in my limited personal experience, those around me don't keep them. You know what though? Fuck. I'm going to fucking end up loving on my family here, but But the only New Year's resolution that I know that has stuck is one year, my brother made a resolution to just start getting on stage. And I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure he got on stage for the first time, whatever the fuck year it was. I know he claims to be the youngest man alive, but I'm younger. So I don't know how that works out. But uh, many years ago, it was his resolution and obviously he didn't stop doing that. He got on stage on January 1st, one year and never got off. So that's, that's the only one that I know of that has, that actually stuck. The odds are low. A lot of people have them and a lot of people by the time fucking 
March rolls around. Not only have they not stuck to them, but they don't even remember them. That is weird, though. That the, the, the not remembering them is weird, actually. End of the year? End of the fucking decade? Speaking of remembering, do any of you even remember Barack Obama? I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, he's, he, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this yet. I'm sure I will know at some point in the future, near future, but Obama made like end of decade lists, like best, his favorite music of the, of the decade, whatever the fuck. And it made me think like, oh my God, that guy was president four years ago. That seems so fucking long ago. I barely even remember what it was like when he was president. And then I started to think about George W. Bush, who is obviously, if you can remember this far back, president before Barack Obama, which that seems like a fucking epoch ago. Epoch. An epoch ago. Shit changes so much. Just think about the whole decade. Every day when it's happening feels like the most important day. But then, five years later, you can't remember any of that shit. Fucking, I can't remember five days later. But when I think about like milestone shit, like big world event stuff, I can't even, I can't even fucking remember it. Decades feel so long. But this whole thing about like, I'm going to change new year, new me. I don't know. How many, so many people say that. And, and I, I mean, I'm sure almost all of them actually think it. But I don't know. I, 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 it's fucking rare. And I'm not saying, I'm not like a cynic about you know, people never change. They do. But I don't think they change because of New Year, New Year, New Year's resolutions. It's weird. I, I, I don't, I actually think you're less likely to change away based on a new year resolution than you are just if you're like one day I want to, you want to like fucking quit smoking or something, which I want to do, which I actually, you know what? I'm doing that. That is my resolution. So fuck me. I guess we'll see. And now that I've uttered it, my concern though, is I know myself so well and I know that I sort of like frown upon the resolution, uh, the new year's resolution thing. So I'm a little worried that I'll be like, those are bullshit. Give me a cigarette on like January 3rd. What I should have done is I just should have said, I'm going to quit on January 3rd and forgot the fucking new year thing. Then I'd actually quit. This is probably a mistake sharing the fact that I'm planning to quit smoking with the entire world. Because then if I don't do it, I'm a fucking loser. I thought I'd go over some uh, some of the news stories of the year. Some highlights and lowlights. Let's see what fucking CNN has to say about the end of the year. The 2010s were relentless. Here are some of the most fascinating news stories that shaped the decade. Written by two people whose, name is I, whose names I can't pronounce. Holy shit. I don't remember any of this stuff. Okay. 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 Oh, this is so fucking depressing. I don't even want to read these. 
Ah, fuck the news, huh? Gun violence and terrorist attacks and fucking wildfires and hurricanes. Sexual offenses. Institutions were shaken by scandal. Okay, that's enough of that. CNN, get your fucking shit together. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. The 10 weirdest crime stories of 2019 on the New York Daily News. Hmm. This is a... It's a good way to kick things off. New Jersey woman burns down house of man who called her for sex at 4 a.m., then fell asleep. Um, a New Jersey woman gave new meaning to hot and bothered okay, by burning down the house of a man who called her for a 4 a.m. booty call, then fell asleep. First of all, 4 a.m.? That's so fucking late for a booty call. That's morning. That's just morning sex. Tyja Russell showed up at the Woodbury home of a man who texted her looking for a little action. All right, getting cute with it now. Someone's fucking house burned down. That man got all he could handle when he awoke to find his house engulfed in flames and eight missed phone calls. I mean, let's go ahead and gloss over eight missed phone calls because his house is on fire. Russell has also texted her old flame while he was asleep with note with love noted like, I see you want to die. I mean, write better. This fucking kills me. When articles on, in the news have multiple typos. If the fucking news is, 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 has, is rife with typos, there's no hope for anybody. Anyway, the victim escaped through a window and authorities rescued his dog, so it has a happy ending. This one, not so much. Man's remains found in freezer at deceased wife's Utah home may have been there for more than a decade. How could someone be not missed for that long that people don't know how long their decapitated head was in someone's freezer? That's the depressing part of that story. Police got an unexpected two-for-one when they were called to check up on an elderly woman neighbors hadn't seen in a while and found a pair of bodies, one warm and one very cold. Wow, this is these motherfucking writers getting cute with it. Cops in Utah doing a welfare check on Jeannie Soron Mathers found the 74-year-old woman dead in her apartment, where they also discovered her husband's corpse in a freezer. The man's body may have been kept on ice for up to 11 years. Foul play is suspected. E yeah. Seems foul to me. Woman's box of sex toys contained her lover's decapitated head. Why are all of these about demented women? There are weird neighbors, then there's Maria del Carmen. Not only did the Spanish woman ask a neighbor to store a box of sex toys for her, that box contained the decapitated, rotting head of Del Carmen's missing husband. Okay. According to reports, Del Carmen told the neighbor that she wanted the sex toys out of her house while it was being scoured by investigators looking for clues to her beau's disappearance. That neighbor sensed something was wrong when the box started to stink. The rest of the victim's whereabouts remain a mystery. Okay, this next one is making me second-guess this whole idea in the first place. Man who raped his fiancé's dog to death, sentenced to 60 days in an Oregon jail? Fuck! That's enough with the news. I've had it. But yeah, that that that's like a good... representative recap of uh, 2019. 2019 was a fucked up year. 2019 was such a fucked up year that I don't even remember 2018. 
<sighs> I'm starting to think about time now. To the, the end of the fucking end of and I hate thinking like stopping and and like reflecting, but it's impossible to not do that now. Because any time you talk to anyone, they're definitely going to bring up the end of the year. What's in store for the next year? So you can't get around it. But when I think about time, I like to think about. Like earlier, I was talking about uh, how it seems like so long ago, just even when Barack Obama was president. And that was long ago. That was like, you know, four years ago. In a way, that's a long time. But I like to think about time like forever time. Because if it like fucks my mind up, and I like to think about things that fuck my mind up. If you're a listener or a long-time listener of this show, then you definitely know that. But I like to think about like, All of time ever. And the impossibility of fathoming that. Like, uh, the first cells, the first unicellular life appeared like four billion years ago. The earth formed four and a half billion years ago. And the Big Bang was like 14 billion years ago. And I'm sitting here thinking about how I can't even remember when Barack Obama was president. And everyone's sitting around thinking about end of the year, going into a new year. But I'm thinking about the fucking big bang and the primordial soup where the first life ever appeared. And that results in me sort of just sitting there a lot, unable to move, paralyzed by the idea of time. Because it's, impo- it's genuinely impossible to wrap your mind around it. Neanderthals were apparently, apparently went away about 40,000 years ago. The first humans left uh, out, of, out of Africa fucking, I don't know, 200,000 years ago, something like that. There's no way to do, to do anything with that information. No wonder I have a hard time fucking processing a decade during which I was alive. I got into a conversation uh, with a friend of mine who shall remain nameless. But I was talking about um, how different things were just a hundred years ago. Which that sounds like a fucking long time ago. But again, when you're thinking about time, all of it, that's a fucking speck riding on another speck. That's nothing. But a hundred years ago, I mean, I just watched the movie 1917, right? I like to think about World War I. I like to read about World War I. I do like to watch movies about World War I when they're good. That movie's fucking terrible. But a hundred years ago, things were fucking really, really different. The whole movie 1917 is about, specifically about, Basically, the movie's about how cell phones didn't exist yet. Because the whole thing is about these two young men who have to cross crazy enemy territory. Two young British men who have to sort of evade the Germans to deliver a message to a general who's about to be ambushed and needs to know whatever the fuck to not be ambushed. The movie fucking sucks. But that's not the point. The point is, if they had a fucking cell phone, these guys wouldn't have to go do the thing and there'd be no movie.
That would have been good, actually, if there was no, if that movie didn't exist. But that's actually also besides the point. The point is, 100 years ago, everything was different. You couldn't fly anywhere. Couldn't call anyone on your cell phone. There was obviously no fucking email. People looked different. People were different. People were fucking terrible to each other. All the things that are bad now were worse then. And then with my friend, we were talking about what it's going to be like 100 years from now. And I was like, we think we know what's coming. But there's no fucking way. In 100 years, things will look nothing. Nothing like they do now. But to the person that's in the present at this moment, that's hard to understand. And my friend who I was talking to was like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think we've like, I don't know if he used these words, but it, it was basically like we're going to hit a, we're kind of hitting a plateau now where technology has advanced so much that we won't, that things won't change as drastically in the next hundred years as they did in the last hundred years. And I can totally see why one would think that, but that is so fucking wrong. In a hundred years, there will be shit like that nobody's even fucking come close to thinking about yet. There will be fucking things that you can attach to your body and just like walk around with it on you. And you can just like step it, step out of the room for a second and like have like an insane fucking orgasm because of this thing that's on your body. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I'm not in technology. Uh, I that that specific thing probably won't happen, but I don't know why that's what came to mind. Maybe that's because I would I would want more than anything in the fucking universe. Wishful thinking, but we don't even fucking know. Imagine telling somebody in 1917. Imagine telling those two people in that bad movie. Oh hey. In a hundred years, you're going to have these little things in your pockets that connect you to everyone in the entire world all the fucking time as long as they also have that thing in their pocket. Or like if you played him, played the, played the music from now. They're, they would like fucking, they would just reject it. Absolutely. And I know, I know some of you are thinking like, yeah, but in a hundred years from now, the things that we, we feel like we have a sense of what life is, but we have no fucking idea. Those people a hundred years ago had no fucking idea what it was going to be like in a hundred years. I mean, of course they didn't. It's not like they should have. They're not dumb for that. There's just no fucking way absolutely no way to know what's going to happen people don't like that though everyone who's living now whenever now is they think they've got a grip on the world and what it's like but we don't know shit we don't no shit. Oh my, my friend just, <laughs> my friend just texted me. I mean, there's no context for this, but he texted me a headline definitely on CNN. I can tell that much. It says scientist says he's figured out time travel. Okay. Hey man. No, you didn't. Like time travel is one of those things that ain't never coming. Okay. That's one of those things we can get rid of thinking about. Pretty soon the fucking, okay, here we go. Now I'm, now I'm getting into it. This AI shit talking about the, the fucking future. We know that shit's coming. It's kind of already here. Pretty soon, so much shit is going to be automated. Like right now, it's like truck driving jobs and fa factory jobs, which 
it's, it's having a devastating effect on those people who are losing those jobs. But those people tend to not really have microphones and thus not really have very much political or social sway. But once fucking doctors and lawyers, once those jobs are automated or even partially automated, the shit is going to hit the fan. Once like fucking highly educated would-be wealthy people's lives are fucking derailed, then people are going to give a shit about automation. Right now, there's like only Andrew Yang is talking about it, which I love. I love Andrew Yang. But it brings up this thing of like, there's this, when I think about automation and the future of it, there's just no way. Everything that can be automated will be automated. That's just definitely true. In a capitalist society, if you can save money, you will, period. That means there will be scores and scores of people coming into the world now, coming into the workforce now, who would normally have jobs, but now will not have jobs. And that's only going to get worse and worse and worse. So eventually, we're definitely going to have to stop thinking of the value of life being wrapped up in work. I'm not advocating being a fucking loser and saying, fuck work, who needs a job? I'm out. But it's simple logic that in a fucking world where you, there isn't one job for every one person, there isn't even close to that, we will have to rework the way our own minds collectively think about what work is. Work defines so many of us. But once we start getting into 10%, 20% of people don't have fucking jobs, we're not going to be allowed to think that. We won't be allowed to preach that to open minds. That does, just won't work. That's going to fucking change things in ways we'll never fucking predict. Never fucking predict. I know people find this shit depressing, but I like thinking about it. What the fuck is going to happen? I always say this. People like to talk about how they'd rather be alive. I mean, it's, it's like the most common fucking thing you hear people talk about. I'd, I, I would have rather lived then or I'd, I'd have fit better in this era, which that last one might be true. Some of us might, quote unquote, belong in another period. Myself included, I'd probably be, I'd probably be better suited to not be alive right now, but I always want to be alive at the front of time. And the front of time is always right now. So fuck it. Even if it sucks and it does suck, I want to be alive now. Twenty twenty, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna open Twitter and see what the fuck everybody wants me to talk about. Okay, well the first one is just TikTok question mark the fuck question mark. I mean, I wish I had an answer for you. Every time I see a TikTok, I think. I'm depressed. Every time I see anyone's TikTok video, I just, I don't even think it. It just swells up and overwhelms me. I'm depressed now. That's what happens. I don't even try to see a TikTok. I'll, I'll accidentally tap a video on Twitter and it'll say TikTok in the corner and I won't have seen that. And then it's too late because I've already seen three seconds of it. And the depression has overwhelmed me. Oh, look at this was wondering what your thoughts were on the progression of AI tech, specifically driverless cars. Or if there's a good person to go on and break it down for us confused people. I mean, nobody talks about that shit better than Andrew Yang. And those are basically my thoughts that I already got into. I can obviously see the future. I already knew that was going to happen. 
Oh, favorite movies of the year? Okay. The bet the best movie of the decade is Paul Schrader's First Reformed. Don't fuck with me. If you fucking say it's not, you're wrong. That movie is fucking excellent. Fuck off if you don't think so. Then there was this documentary, uh, The Act of Killing, which I actually think contains the most unbelievable thing I've, I've ever seen recorded on any camera. If you haven't seen The Act of Killing, you, you have to. What else did I like? What else did I like? <sighs> it was a weird decade. It wasn't a particularly bad decade for movies, but it was a weird, it was kind of a weird decade. Oh, I loved 12 Years a Slave. I loved Black Swan. Killing of a Sacred Deer, I loved. Death of Stalin, I loved. Foxcatcher, Mother, Shutter Island, The Ghost Rider. I loved a lot of shit this year. Or this decade, rather. This year is a different story. I think Parasite's probably my favorite movie of the year. Do you enjoy foreign movies with subtitles through the whole thing? Like, as soon as I find out I have to read during the whole movie, I'm out. And then he goes on to write, okay, look, Josh, thanks for the response, but that's fucking stupid. I don't even know what I would do if I couldn't watch foreign movies. Josh, get it together. 2020, get your shit together. Ah, now we're getting political. Oh, political. Your thoughts on the impeachment. Here are my, the extent of my thoughts on the impeachment. Not going to work. That's not even my thoughts. That's just the fucking truth. Not going to work. Thoughts on the upcoming election. I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't have no fucking idea. It's going to be so fucking not fun, though. It's going to be endless bullshit about it. Most of the stuff on the news is going to be endless bullshit about it that doesn't even matter. Talk about how the left is eating itself alive. Funniest thing to happen this decade. Sounds like a MAGA motherfucker. Though he's not wrong. The left does eat itself alive. Uh, Here's one. I'm surprised I haven't talked about this yet on the show, actually. That fucking college admissions scandal thing. With, uh, what's her name? Felicity Huffman and whoever the fuck else was uh, Lori Laughlin. We're like bribing people to, to fudge their child, their children's academic records to get into Ivy league schools, elite institutions, if you will. There was all this crazy shit about how could they do this and how could throw them in jail. Okay. Regardless of that, let's just, Take a step back on that and say fucking duh to that whole news story. Oh, rich people pay off colleges to get their children into those colleges? Fucking duh. That was the most non-news story, news story that lasted so fucking long. Meanwhile, Felicity Huffman went to jail for like 15 minutes. All that's going to do is make those rich people pay more to make sure they never get caught. I, I mean, I love the, out, the outrage that people had over these people paying, paying for their 
paying people to paying people off to get their kids into certain schools. No fucking shit they were doing that. Duh. Speaking of remembering shit, remember the Mueller report? Remember the Mueller report. Okay, here, here's something to make motherfuckers keep perspective always. That fucking story was nonstop all the time, everywhere, no matter what the fuck news outlet you were looking at, you were going to hear about the fucking Mueller report. Meanwhile, there were no details. No one knew fucking anything about what the fuck he was doing. But there was nonstop speculation. Every news cycle, all the time, nonstop. Then it comes out, and it's fucking gone. Now people don't even mention it. That was clogging up our fucking brains for so fucking long. You would think that since 2016, the only thing basically that's happening in the world is that every day Donald Trump is president. But the fucking Mueller report was the end all be all for everybody. It was the biggest fucking deal. It was going to bring Trump down and for people on the right, it was going to expose the left and their alliance with the FBI trying to take down Trump. None of it. Fucking none of it. Nothing happened. Nobody talks about it. It was the most fucking important thing ever. And then it fucking wasn't. And nobody gave a fuck. Keep that in mind when things seem like the most important thing ever. It's not the most important thing ever. You got to remember the fucking four billion years of life on this planet. The 14 billion years the universe has existed. Not just fucking today. You get all wrapped up in the fucking news story. You start clicking, 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 clicking. And you're all fucking anxious. And you're thinking about shit. All the shit. That people are fucking jamming in your brain. Fuck that shit. It's your brain. And this is kind of all part of my I am my advice to you is to fucking go easy on yourself. Not everything matters as much as you think it does. Everybody needs to take a lot more deep breaths in 2020. It's not going to happen. It needs to happen, but it's not going to happen. The deep breath is your friend. It's there to help you. It's there to help you be less anxious, less mad. Less confused. People get so fucking wrapped up in right now. But there's just going to be another right now, and then another right now, and then another right now, and then like three million right nows from this right now, you won't even remember this right now. You literally will not remember this right now in three million right nows from now. So just fucking chill out about right now. And just be there. This is advice I try to give myself. I'm better about it. Than I used to be. I used to just have no fucking perspective. Because when you're young. I have a theory about this. Okay. The reason. When you're young. Myself included. You kind of don't really have any perspective. Is because. You're. You have no real sense of the past. Because not much has happened in your life. So. Every moment. Every right now seems very, very, very important. And that in tandem with the fact that you don't have many eras 
to look back on in your life. For instance, when you're 18, the only errors you have in your life so far is your teenagers and when you're a fucking kid. But then as you get into your 20s, you can look back on your teenage years and your 20s. So in your 20s, you kind of have a glimmer of perspective like, oh, wait, this person I am now does not line up with that person I was when I was a teenager. And it starts to happen then, ideally. But by the time you're in your 30s, you've been a few people, so to speak. You've, you've, you've gone through different eras, a few epochs of your life. And you can look at all of them, even if you have a shitty, awful memory like I do. Like, I don't remember things that happened, but I remember what it was like to be me at other times. And they're not like me now. And the more experience you have, the more you realize that the right now, whatever right now is, isn't the end all be all. There's just so many fucking right nows. There's too many right nows. But yeah, by the time you're in your 30s, you can look back shit in your 20s and be like, man, I thought that shit mattered. And it really, really didn't. It's fucked up to think about how much time we dedicate to thinking about putting energy into things that really basically don't fucking matter. I mean, I definitely do it too, so fuck. Not pointing any fingers. I'm just saying, maybe if we do have a resolution, maybe that's the thing to remember. Go easy on yourself. The thing you're so fucking bugged out about right now probably doesn't matter. And just fucking... Okay. Here's what it is. 2020 is the year of K. You want to talk about the election? K. You want to tell me who you think is going to win the election? K. You want to talk about Donald Trump with me? K. This is my brain. I get to do with my brain what I want to do with my brain. Take your fucking brains back. But I do, I do feel very strongly about this go easy on yourself thing. And I don't mean like if you do something fucking terrible, don't just brush it off. If you do something terrible, you're fucking terrible. And let's take a look at that. But I mean, go easy on yourself. Like, let me think of an example. <clears throat> Like if you like, if you want to fuck teddy bears, if you want to fuck teddy, like say when you were little, something happened where like you happened to associate your boners with your teddy bear, right? And then as you got older and you're an adult, you want to fuck teddy bears. There's nothing you're ever going to do about that. You're not going to stop wanting to fuck teddy bears, no matter how badly you want to stop fucking teddy bears. I'm not saying go around fucking teddy bears, but don't go around thinking something's wrong with you because you want to fuck teddy bears. Nothing's wrong with you. You just have a brain. Every brain is fucked up. Every brain has really weird shit about it. Just because yours happens to be one where you want to fuck teddy bears, whatever. Someone else wants to fucking fuck hand puppets. Someone else wants to fuck refrigerators. And it's not even limited to fucking. People feel bad about ways that they are. 
And look, if you've got an anger problem, yeah, you might want to look at that. Again, if people in your life are being negatively affected by your anger or something like this, then yeah, sure. But still, don't be too fucking hard on yourself about it. Nothing's going to happen. If you're, if you're like that. You, you have your brain, whether you want it or not. You want to fuck teddy bears. You're not going to stop wanting to fuck teddy bears, no matter how much you hate yourself for wanting to fuck teddy bears. So in the face of that, I say, go easy on yourself. Let it be okay that you want to fuck teddy bears. See, there's a difference between controlling yourself and judging yourself. Control yourself. Don't fuck all the teddy bears. Some people don't want their teddy bears fucked. So yeah, control is good. But judgment, eh. here's the problem with judgment. Because when you judge yourself and you start to hate yourself, that hatred starts to leak out into the world. And you start acting ways that you wouldn't otherwise act. And it has this fucked domino effect where you hate yourself for wanting to fuck teddy bears. You're out in the world. You're, it's not that you're pissed that you can't fuck teddy bears. It's that you hate yourself for wanting to in the first place. And that fucking spreads. And that's as bad for the world as fucking anything else. The fallout, the leaking into the world of people's self-hatred or self-judgment. I get what it's like to not like the way you are, but that is the way you are. So to actively not like it, it's like not liking air. What do you do? Not breathe it? Then you'll die. You don't have a choice. You have the brain you have. You want to fuck teddy bears. I mean, who cares anyway? I don't know. I'm not down with, with like, there are ways that some people are that isn't up to them. Whether that's just like who you're, everything from like who you're attracted to, to fucking everything. Almost everything we do is guided by the ways we are that are not up to us. Our brains just are. I read a book once. Well, just that's it. I read a book once. No, I read this book. Uh, I think it was in Strangers to Ourselves. I think that's the book it w- this was in. But uh, I think, and uh, is his name Tom Wilson? Fuck. I mean, I could be wrong about both of those things. But I'm pretty sure the title is Strangers to Ourselves. And in the book, there's a whole section about how we think we're the press secretary. Oh, I just fucking ruined it. We think we're the presidents of, our, of ourselves. We think we're in charge. We think we're leading the way. But we're really the press secretary. So what that means is we're just going backwards and making sense of all the things we did. So it fits a narrative that we want it to fit. But we're being led around by the nose, not the other way around. We are the way we are. We're going to do the things we're going to do. You can choose to be hard on yourself for that or to hate yourself for that or judge yourself for that. That's only going to make it worse. If we were allowed access to other people's brains, we would think every single other person is absolutely batshit insane. Think about it. Think about it. If you could actually let someone else have access to, to your brain. Like in real time, the things that you are thinking about in real time. That person would absolutely think you're insane. Even if it's the person that knew you so well. 
And that's not because you're lying or putting forth a different persona. It's just because our brains are all fucking insane going all over the fucking place all the time. And that's not up to us. Go easy on yourself. It'll be better for everyone else. This isn't even about you. I, I do care about you, but this isn't... I'm not like trying to make you feel better. It's going to fucking make the world a better place. Go easy on yourself. You'll be less shitty out in the world. Stop hating yourself for wanting to fuck teddy bears. Just don't fuck other people's teddies, teddy bears without them knowing. You got to ask. I mean, it's definitely not the best example of the fucking teddy bears thing, but I think I've made my point. 2020 is the year of kick and going easy on ourselves. God fucking knows no one else will. Um, pretty sure I should leave it on that. Seems like a good place to leave it. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a good year. Regardless of what it might seem like. It's going to be a good year. I'm going to have an episode every week. I'm going to be back to normal uh, episodes on January 8th. I have a guest set up for then that I'm very, very excited about. Uh, she's a really, really brilliant mind. And I, I've been I've been wanting her on the show for a while. And I'm really excited for 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 next week to to let you guys in on that, uh, and obviously more exciting guests to come after that. And yeah, I, I guess the last thing I want to say is again, thank you for listening. Uh, I really, really appreciate you guys and all the feedback and all the cool shit you tell me about uh, uh, about your feelings about the show and. I try to respond to all of you. If I, if I haven't yet, I'm sorry. Keep writing me though. I love it. I love to hear what you think. Um, unless it's bad, then you can shove it up your ass if you think it's bad. Uh, take, the, take those words and just shove them right back up your ass instead of sharing them with me. Um, but yeah, I love you all. Thank you. Happy fucking New Year. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Da 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 da